All right, here we go. Welcome to the Square One Show. Join the startup business conversation. This is the podcast where we host authentic conversations about starting your business. You just need a little encouragement and practical advice to keep you motivated and headed in the right direction. And now, here are your hosts, Dave and Jessica. Sometimes it's the small, easy things that can make the most significant impacts. Our quote for today is, work smarter, not harder. So I have Dave here with me, and uh, to prove that point, he's got a little story to share with us today. It's story time, boys and girls. Uh, (laughs) No, I just wanted to talk about uh, an incident that happened just recently, kind of points to this um, idea. And uh, right now, my new role and my new position, uh, I'm a mead maker. I make mead, which uh, mead's an ancient fermented uh, beverage made from honey, fermented honey. And there's a lot of uh, manual work that goes into it. And uh, we make uh, two new batches every three weeks. And for the first week of a new batch of mead, there's a lot more, it's a lot more labor intensive. And we have to feed the yeast in the mead uh, for the first week every day, pretty much. And so each time you make a, you feed the yeast, you're using a yeast nutrient. And that yeast nutrient has to be stirred into a mixture with the mead must. And for the last uh, six months or so, I was doing that with a, just a standard spoon. And that would take me 20 to 30 minutes. And my wrist would be dead by the time I was, I was done doing that. And I grew to hate it. It just it's it was a chore that I didn't look forward to. It was something that was driving me crazy, um, and just kind of something that had to be done. But I never really looked forward to doing it. And then uh, just recently, last couple of weeks, I had this bright idea: is like, why don't I just get a whisk to do this? I mean, you use a whisk in cooking. Um, why wouldn't this work with this? I'm basically just stirring this uh, powdered mixture into a liquid. Like a whisk should work, right? So I literally just went to Target and bought a whisk for $5, their basic whisk. And I went from taking 20 to 30 minutes and killing my wrist every time doing this with this tiny little spoon to taking five minutes and having the uh, the finished product be better than the, with the spoon and my wrist wasn't hurting. So I literally saved myself 20 minutes, 20 to 25 minutes each time just with this little $5 uh, utensil. And when I added up the amount of time that I was saving just in uh, man hours and the cost that that uh, incurs, um, we're talking about uh, a couple couple hundred dollars, a few hundred dollars in a year that I'm saving just by this, buying this simple little tool. A few hundred dollars? You said about twelve hundred dollars probably if I count the the total amount of time that uh, I saved doing this. Um, So it just kind of shows that a lot of times we get so focused on uh, the bigger tasks and getting things done. And sometimes we've done the same thing over and over again. We just don't think ab- about uh, ways to improve or change because we're so in the mindset of just getting the job done or we're so focused on the bigger picture. Like, we gotta, I got to get this me done and it takes three months. There's all these tasks I have to do. I'm not sitting down taking time to think about what are ways I could improve this to um, make it make it better. And Instead of thinking so big sometimes, we have to kind of take a step back and look at some of those options that can make things more efficient. And it's ironic and silly that it was a $5 whisk that really saved me that much time and energy. Um, So really kind of thinking about what are some of the things in your uh, business 
or even just your life personally that you what are the five dollar whisks in your life that can uh, make things more efficient for you and make things easier and better for you Um, take some of that strain and stress off and sometimes it takes somebody else looking at your situation to say, oh, here's your $5 whisk. A lot of times we have a lot of blind spots, mm-hmm. you know, and we can't see. So how did you come up with um, the idea? You're just, your wrist was hurting. Yeah, I think I, know, just, I just kept doing way. it. And it's one of those things that it come, every three weeks it's coming. I know it's coming. And uh, I start to dread it more and more because it's just such a task that's not fun. And so I just thought there's got to be a better way. And that's, I mean, that's usually how a lot of ideas come mm-hmm. to place, right? We're solving for, a sol- we're trying to solve for a problem. And that was becoming a problem for me. I just kept thinking there's got to be a more efficient way to do this. This is crazy. Um, uh, like there's got to be a better tool to make this easier. And so uh, I just, and there might even be a better tool than the whisk for all I know, but this so far a has blender? been, yeah, no, could I don't be, know, I don't know but this has yeast. been uh, a huge improvement <laughs> over the spoon. So it didn't take much. It just took the frustration of um, it taking so long. So, Yeah, I think a lot of entrepreneurs can relate to this because they have this big vision and this big idea and they start, they just start the work. And a lot of people like me, it's all about getting the tasks done. So as a, as a big visionary, I can see all these tasks that need to be done. And then I'm a task oriented person. So I start doing all the tasks that need to get done. And it becomes more about doing the tasks than about how do we make this the most efficient. There's a lot of times where Dave would look at my workflow and go, why are you doing it that way? That's taking 20 minutes longer. Or the materials that you're using is, you know, you could save $5 an hour by just tweaking this. Yeah. And I think, again, like we've talked about before, we all have different strengths and weaknesses. And so... I think naturally a lot of entrepreneurs have a lot of strength in vision casting and having big vision and not always necessarily having uh, being detail oriented. And so sometimes we need to you might either just need to uh, create time to take a step back and look at all your systems and all your things that you have in place and really examine and see if those are the most efficient ways of doing things or if you need to buy a five dollar whisk or whatever it is to Um, make things more efficient for you and save yourself time and money. But you might not have that kind of time. You might not even have that ability to do that. And so sometimes you might even need to bring in somebody else from the outside to take a look at things for you and help you. And make it even be a friend or a family member that can just kind of take a few minutes to look at things because they're going to see things in a way that you can't see because you're you're so entrenched in the work and and doing the day-to-day operations that you can't really see uh, clearly anymore uh, different ways or different uh, opportunities you might have. That reminds me of in a past podcast, I think we were talking with Donnie Wisniewski, was talking about um, him going over to Becky. She was baking cookies and said, I just want to come over and watch you bake cookies so I can see your workflow and how that how it's working. And he noticed that Becky was going so many different places all over the kitchen because the flour was over here in this cupboard and the sugar was way over here in this cupboard. And he just offered a quick suggestion. Why don't you get like a little roll cart, put all of your ingredients, everything in one place or one cupboard. And that would save you so much time and energy. If you're tired at the end of the day, maybe it's because you're, you're walking all over the house trying to find all these different things and take care of Mm -hmm. all of these different tasks. Whereas if somebody can just come and watch you, 
they're going to see things that are inconsistent with with your end goal, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think another uh, issue, too, is uh, a lot of times when we first start these businesses, uh, we we put some systems in place and get things going just to get them moving. And that's a good thing. We need to have somewhere to start. But I think sometimes some things start to work okay, and we get kind of lulled into it that that's the way it should always be. And just because it's working okay, um, and it's the way we've always done it, then it doesn't need changed. Um, if it ain't broke, you don't fix it kind of mentality where um, a lot of times we're just not seeing the, the better way. And if we just make these little tweaks, we can uh, improve and grow exponentially. Uh, like the whole whisk thing again, doing it with the spoon, that's just the way that I was showed how to do it um, from the very beginning because that's the way uh, Glenn had done it from the beginning. And and it's not it wasn't a bad way to do it. It was it was getting the job done. It was just taking a lot longer and a lot harder than what it could have been. So I could have just kept using the spoon forever and kept getting more and more pissed off and hating the <laughs> hating doing it and then probably quit because my had carpal tunnel or something in my wrist. But it just takes uh probably sometimes it just takes getting frustrated enough to to make the change. But if you're able to take that step back earlier, you might not have to get to that frustration point and you might be able to take the time to really think and almost plan for the growth and plan for um for those next chances to to grow. And I think what's hard what you just mentioned, plan for the growth. I don't think a lot of us think about sitting down and and planning things out. We're so busy. We're starting something up. We really need to make money. It needs to be profitable right away because we're supporting a family, you know. Um, But to sit down and plan out what we're going to do is is huge. Yeah, it's it's hard and scary because you're like we said, you're just trying to survive. You're trying to get the job done day to day. And sometimes you're so inundated with so many things and you're short staffed or you don't have any staff and you're trying to do it all on your own. And so it can be totally overwhelming. And the last thing you want to do or the last thing you have time to do is to sit back and critique uh, the processes and the things that are, are happening. But those are the things that you almost have to do. You have to force yourself to do or else you're, it's just going to keep getting worse and worse because you're just going to keep going down that path um, into frustration and things are just going to keep breaking down if you don't figure out how to fix them. And I think maybe the, the first day of the month or that first Monday of the month, put on your calendar, like strategize, plan, you know, look look back at what this month was like. What are some highlights? What are some lowlights? What are things that didn't work? And spend, you know, 15 minutes. We're not talking about taking a whole day to plan and strategize. This is just 15 minutes of concentrated thought on what had just happened all this month and all the problems and looking and thinking about ideas. Even You don't even have to come up with the solutions, but just being aware that there is a problem going on, I think is very important too. Yeah, I think as you're going through tasks, tasks or different things you're doing, throughout the day, being mindful of the things that might need improvement. Because there's been so many times where I'll be doing things and I'll be like, oh, this is terrible. I get frustrated doing it. But then I'll go on to the next job and then I'll totally forget what I was frustrated about until the next time comes around three weeks later. And I'll be frustrated again, like, oh, man, this sucks. Why didn't I think about this again? It'll just keep becoming this cycle where I won't think about it until I'm actually doing it. And then forget and then get frustrated again. So 
if you're actually if you have a way to take some notes like right after it's happening, then you might be more likely to uh, think about it uh, further and address it more to make a change later because we can it just keeps it more in front of our mind instead of each time it actually occurs. You know, I use um, I've got an iPhone. I always use the notes thing. Mm-hmm. So um, that might be a great like if you know you're going to think about it on that first Monday or whatever the day is of the month, just jot it down in your little notes thing. Just do a little voice text and, you know, oh, I need to figure whatever out. And then just leave it there, let it go. And then you know that you have a scheduled time planned out that you're going to go back and look at all those notes. Mm -hmm. So that way it's not overwhelming thinking, oh, here's the problem. I need to to solve this right now. Mm -hmm. It's like giving yourself lots of space and time space just jotting it down is the main thing but then giving yourself dedicated space once a month to think about all of that Mm -hmm. yeah so uh we just want to think about a couple things to uh for your business or um personally whatever uh things that might be uh your spoon or your needed whisk um just what are some of these things that might seem small or insignificant but can have a huge impact on your business what are some of these things that you might need to be spending a little bit more time addressing or thinking about um, that can have a lot more impact and one of the first ones uh pretty simply i mean it's you might already intellectually know this but like your branding of your of your company your logo and your design of your brand and all that that's a pretty major thing that sometimes people forget about and they don't spend the time to address. And I've been working on my branding. And I'll tell you what, it's hard work. You know, you look up on Pinterest and you see all these brand style guides and they're so beautiful and the colors are so perfect. And you're like, oh, that's that's wonderful. They're together. How can I get there? Well, it just takes time. I've spent hours and hours and hours just sitting down and pulling together What are things that I resonate with? Who is my core audience? I've been really struggling with that, with uh, my voiceover, um, Jessica Lewis voice. Who is it that I'm really talking to? Um, And I think that's something that you guys need to sit down, take time to define your audience, who it is that you're talking about. And that goes into your branding. That's your personality. That's who you are. That's what you're conveying to people. And if if you take a look at your logo, um, does your logo tell the story of your business does it give the personality is you know are you a fun happy outgoing person does your logo convey that or is it kind of drab doll and clip art looking yeah and i think because it is a it's a simple thing but it's not it does take a lot of work and a lot of us aren't um, really gifted or talented at design or branding and so i think that's the reason a lot of times we overlook it or we don't put as much energy into it and we think it's really expensive too if we outsource it and the reality is it doesn't have to be that expensive if you have a good idea or understanding of what you might want it to look like or what uh what you want to represent yourself there's lots of places like fiverr that you can hire um talented design artists for very cheap it's very uh economic economical for you to do that and that's just one of many sites out there now that you can have people help you with your logo and your your design and your branding. It doesn't have to cost a lot, but it can have a huge impact on your business. If That's your first impression to people oftentimes is your brand and your logo. And if that isn't a good representation of who you are as a company, then that's going to have a major uh, impact on you. 
both for good and for bad. So Because if you position <clears throat> yourself as um, someone who knows what they're doing, who charges what they're worth, you can be making a lot more money than, than not appearing like you're all put together. Um, maybe you are, but maybe your website isn't. And so that's really cutting down on all the revenues that you can mm -hmm. be making. But and I mean, we, we could go into a whole nother episode yeah, I was on say, branding and logo We design. talked about my $5 whisk and you can literally on Fiverr get logos done for $5. So um, it could literally be your $5 whisk. Uh, you might need to pay more than that, but you could start there. Another thing that could have a huge impact on your business is simply being nice to people, smiling at people, um, customer service. Yeah, customer service is huge. And again, a lot of people overlook it or just don't think about it and don't think it has as much weight as it really does. And again, it's a lot of times your it can be your first impression for a lot of people. And so just even the tone of voice that you use when you're speaking to people or your um, your actions, the way that you interact with people, uh, that's going to pay huge dividends for your business and people will remember that how you treat them and how you, and not just you but your employees if you have employees so um, spending time and energy on making sure that every point of contact with a customer or a client is going to be a great experience that people will enjoy and remember because people will pay way more for a good experience um, then even even if your product is is the same or not as good as somebody else, if they have a great experience with you, they're going to come to you. Absolutely. So just looking back, there's so many different spoons that you can find that that need a whisk instead. So we just talked about maybe upgrading your branding and your logo and talking about what's the message that you're trying to convey to your clients. We talked about um, customer service and how that can dramatically dramatically change the impact of your business. So the idea behind uh, all these things we've been talking about today is to really try and figure out ways to work smarter and not harder. So all these different things we talked about are things that we can invest our time and energy in more that are going to have more significant payoff than um, some of the bigger picture ideas. And we're never really going to get to that bigger picture if we don't take the time to invest in these uh, seemingly smaller things that um, will add up to have way more impact in the end. So we just want to encourage you guys to keep thinking and keep uh, setting aside time to really be thinking and investing in these things that may be easy to overlook or not spend enough time on um, because they will really pay off in the end. Thank you guys so much for listening this week to the Square One Show podcast. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Take the time, put something on your calendar this week. Take time out to figure out how you can work smarter and not harder. Thanks for listening to the Square One Show podcast. For more episodes and inspiration about starting your business, visit squareoneshow.com.